Welcome back to Snowmobile Podcast. This is your host, Gord Van, and I am solo today, but uh, I have very pleased to have somebody on that uh, I've been wanting to have on for a long time. Uh, you know that, eh, John? Um, John Sandberg from Arctic Insider, and uh, we're going to talk uh, about, several, about several things here, but uh, I guess everybody really wants to know about the uh, the 2019 Articasts that were just released uh, this week, and um, John's written them all, and uh, I guess you're going back uh, for, for another taste of them uh, next week, but um, first off, John, let's talk about Arctic, Arctic Insider. It's, a, it's an online platform, but how did uh, who is Arctic Insider, and how did it get started? Uh, thanks for having me, Gord. If you really wanted me on before now, you just needed to have asked. So I'm just going to set the record straight right now. Um, <laughs> uh, what is Arctic? In- Who is Arctic Insider? I'm Arctic Insider. Uh, I've had a I've had a relationship with Articat that goes back, oh man, to the very early 1990s when I raced for them, and uh, after racing for them. Uh, for a year, I started producing a magazine that doesn't exist anymore, but back then it was called Cat's Pride, and Cat's Pride was all about Articat people and machines and the company itself, and I produced that for, for Articat. I didn't work there. I was, I'll say, an agency form, and I produced that magazine up until 2009, when the Great Recession hit. The magazine was a casualty of that recession, and... Uh, but out of the ashes of the of 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 Cat's Pride magazine came Arctic Insider, the website. Nice. And uh, and yeah, so I you know I've I've had uh, over the over all those years that I did work with Arctic Cat, I developed many great relationships, friendships, and inside knowledge of the company and the products. And um, and the website Arctic Insider was a great vehicle to continue to talk about those things. In fact, it was better than the magazine because right. uh, I could do a whole lot more with it, more frequent, more interactive. You know, I, I, when I created the website, made comments part of it. But everyone said, no, don't add comments because you're just going to get people trolling, people, you know, being online idiots. And uh, that's not been the case, man. The people that read that website um, and the comment on it, for the most part, have been really smart, mature, thoughtful. Um, it's not degenerated into into some of the usual garbage that can happen on on some online forums. So anyway, that's a really long answer of what Arctic Insider is. It's a website that sort of captures the world of Articat. Okay, so. How much of an insider are you with Articat? Like, uh, what uh, what do they, what do they give you uh, as far in um, you know they obviously give you media uh, uh, media releases and stuff like that, and they, and they hand it to you and and say go with it. Uh, um, but give us a little bit of a detail of, of, of what you you're actually doing for Articat and tech. I guess it's Textron now. So yeah, yeah. So um, so I don't work for Articat or for Textron, but I I produce a bunch of different products for them um, and I um, I help create the materials that they use to explain products um, and explain you know racing and all that type of stuff um, I know I, I work with engineers on a weekly basis I work with people in marketing on a weekly basis and I guess essentially I'm okay at 
writing material. I'm okay at explaining machines. I'm okay at um, explaining racing. And so they, they, you know, utilize my ability to, to do those things to help create some material for them. And so as a result of that, and as a result of having done Cat's Pride Magazine all those years, um, I have a ton of relationships with people at all levels of the company, and, and, and I'm trusted by them. I guess I've earned the trust of those people, and, um, and so I get to partic- participate in, and any time a, a product line is launched, like snowmobiles or uh, dirt products, I participate in that launch, I get to ride them. Um, oftentimes I get um, brought in to experience products even before they're launched. Um, so that was the case with some of the stuff on the 2019 model line of snowmobiles, for instance, the, the uh, Alpha One uh, single beam rear suspension. I rode that, I started seeing that about three years ago and uh, rode it one year ago. Um, they just showed it to other journalists here, you know, about a month ago, and I was part of that, but uh, I guess because of the relationship I have with them, I've seen it and, and experienced it long before that even so yeah it must it must make you smile when you see something like that like so it's so out there um you know and and kind of like bite your tongue for two or three years like you say and uh it must be pretty exciting seeing something that's so sophisticated now and uh it's it's revolutionary that that platform that they got is just it's so different from anything else out there um it's got to be pretty pretty exciting (laughs) oh it's super exciting and uh two things First of all, it's always cool to get to see something new before before it's you know I guess released to the world, and you know that yep. you know, you've oftentimes gotten to see things well in advance of the the sort of the rest of the world seeing it. And we're all enthusiasts, you know. You're an enthusiast. I'm an enthusiast. So anytime you see new product, you're pumped about it, and I'm certainly pumped when I see new products. So yeah, that part, that's number one, that's super cool. Something a little, I'll say, unique about Alpha One for the mountain segment is that that's kind of a mind bender, uh, uh, you know, piece of engineering. Um, It is one thing to see um, new handlebar handlebar controls, which is one of the things that Articat has for 2019. And they're cool. I like new handlebar controls. Yeah. Articat needed them. But there's something a little more, I'll say, cool, mind-bending about seeing a single beam rear suspension. Oh, yeah, sure. that, that 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 is a new way of thinking. It's going to be something, I man, I hate to say what I'm about to say, but it it, <laughs> it is game-changing. Yeah. And um, and so that's a whole whole new level of excitement and and um, and it's cool. I I don't care what brand it is, whether it's Articat or Skidoo or Polaris or Yamaha. When when a manufacturer comes out with something that is new and and outside the box thinking like that, they've worked really hard at it, and it's taken a huge amount of effort to get there. And and it is. I'm always pumped, even if it's not Articat. I'm pumped when the manufacturer brings it to the table for the rest for for the world to use, because we're all going to have. Usually, we're all going to have 
better machines because of it, and that's certainly the case with Alpha One. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's 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 okay. Let's let's. Uh, you brought up Alpha One, so let's let's get started. How how did Alpha One start? If if I, if I don't already know, because I'm I'm not a mountain rider myself, and I'm thinking that if there's any any anything that can help me be a better mountain rider, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna love it, and that's exactly what it looks like Alpha One is for is uh is that to help maybe rookies, but also also um, make the more experienced riders ride even better I, I it looks like yeah and that's that's exactly what's going to happen with it the quick nutshell of the origin of it and, and this guy if he ends up listening to this is he's gonna he's gonna want to punch me in the throat because <laughs> he hates when he <laughs> he hates when he gets credit for it um uh because it's it truly is a team effort but there's a guy at Articat, annie beavis is his name he's the mountain lead engineer and um, he and some other people sort of kicked around sort of the what if. What, what, if, what if we built a suspension like this? And um, that was you know, I, you know, four or five years ago. And, and so, the, so the idea just sort of sparked. And what they're trying to do is they wanted a suspension, one, that's lighter, two, that's more maneuverable, and three, they get better traction, and and th- those are the goals. And and how how they started to get there was to have a single beam in the middle of that track instead of instead of two rails. You have a single beam in the middle of that track, and it allows because of that the outside of the track is able to flex. Um, and once that's able to flex, um, all of a sudden that track's hitting snow. You're like going down the, going down any section of snow, whether it's uphill or on the flat or what have you. And because it's flexing, it's conforming to the ground. Right. So yeah. So right away, the, the more that track flexes, the more it conforms to the ground. Instead of like augering in or levering up above the snow, you get better traction. Yeah. So you know that's goal one of the goals. Um, because it's a single beam, snow. Well, first of all, because it's a single beam and it's not as wide and there's fewer parts, you just shaved a bunch of weight off. Mm-hmm. So goal number one or goal number two, lighter. So it's lighter. The whole system is now in production form. It's ended up being about eleven pounds lighter than a traditional two-rail system yeah. and and then and then the last goal that they were aiming for was maneuverability and, be, and and I'll go back to the track flexing because that track flexes when you're leaning the machine over instead of levering the track off the ground to get it to lean that track bends so it's so much easier to just to lay the sled on its side you know like side hilling um, and because it's easier to do that, man, the maneuverability just got two times easier, three times easier. I, you know, I couldn't tell you exactly how much, but it's way easier. So boom, all you know, the three goals that they had, they were able to do it with a single beam. That took a lot of development, like anything does, um, but 
that's sort of the genesis of it. Yeah. Well, I think uh, for uh, a rookie like myself, uh, uh, a, f- a flatlander, I guess you guys call us out here, you know, when, when we first get out to the mountains, that's that's generally the, the biggest problem we have is side hilling or, you know, g- coming out of bowls or something like that. And you and there's nothing more funnier than watching a bunch of flatlander media guys trying to drive mountain sleds, uh, you know, in, <laughs> out, 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 in the, out in the Midwest. But, uh, yeah, I, that, that it, it looks like it would just, like, solve all my problems, like, boom, just... You know, just uh, it, it looks like it, it really work, and if they're, you know, um, you know, it looks like they really accomplished it with uh, the uh, what I've seen so far is the uh, the track flex, and uh, and so so is the track more flexible? Like, is is it actually bend more? Is, is oh yeah, because it's um, because you know, there's really a beam putting pressure down in the middle of the track. The outsides of the track flex upward. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, they had to re-engineer the track. You know, part of the development process was re-engineering the track. The, uh, the 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 bars, the internal bars that are inside of the track itself, they ended right. up having to go with stiffer bars than they would on a traditional track because they, you know, I'll say in the tuning of it, they wanted they wanted less flex than what they would originally have had with, I'll call them, traditional internal bars of the track. So, yeah, they, there's been a whole bunch of development on the track itself to, I'll say, tune it for the amount of flex that they wanted. Yeah, so, and in the, in the front end, it's, uh, it's with, with, the, with the Alpha 1 uh, sled, it, it is narrower, or what is, what is the, uh, the ski width? No, no, the ski stance hasn't changed. Um, uh, the, you know, they're, they're essentially... The, the model that Articat is using for Alpha One is their Mountain Cat. Right. Okay. And, um, uh, the, you know, the Mountain Cat itself, oh, what is the ski stance on the Mountain Cat? 39, maybe? You know, it's 35 and a half to 37 and a half inches. Uh, they have these little adjusting, I'll say, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sleeves on the on the spindle itself, so you can change it. But that didn't change. So the the narrowness up front is the same as it was on last year's Mountain Cat. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I got to tell you something else, Gord. You were just you were teasing yourself about <laughs> being a flatlander, <laughs> going to uh, going out west for for snowshoot and and flailing. Uh, we've all been there, and um, and. And I'm, you know, I ride in the mountains once or twice a year. I'm not an expert. I'm not a novice. You know, I'm somewhere in the middle. And um, and I'm not a, you know, I'm five foot eight, 155 pounds. Um, the taller you are and the heavier you are, the I'll say the easier it is to maneuver a mountain sled. You know, you you know when you want to lean it over, the taller you are, the the easier it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. kind of a short guy, and I don't weigh a ton. And if I'm in hero snow, you know, like Powder. two feet of fresh snow, it's super dry <laughs> snow, man, I'm a great mountain rider. I can do whatever I want. I'm a pro at it. For five minutes. But, <laughs> but you know the deal. If you oh, get yeah. into snow that's, that's not that deep, or it's not fresh, or it's tracked up, you know, you got all these trenches from other sleds that have been in an area yeah. and it makes it makes it a lot harder when you're not an expert and yeah. um what's cool about alpha one is that it makes it e- way easier to lean the sled over it makes it way easier to find its balance point once it is leaned over 
So it makes you and I heroes in a way that uh, we shouldn't tell the world that. We should, oh, we're just, we're really great mountain riders. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, but it, and, 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 I'll, and the last thing I'll say about that is um, it's, if you're an expert rider, I mean, I've, you know, I've spent a ton of time with like Articat mountain engineers, people whose jobs it is to develop mountain sleds so that they're on a mountain sled every single day. They're totally pros. And also people like Rob Kincaid and Dave McClure, um, at the absolute experts at riding, they, Alpha One, um, is, have, is, is, is giving them an opportunity to ride and carve tighter corners and do things that they couldn't do with a traditional sled. So it's it's a great thing for both style of riding, okay. you know, for the for you and I, the Flatlanders who aren't pros, as well as the people who are pros. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. so you you mentioned that those riders, Rob Kincaid and and, uh, and McClure, they they're they're kind of universal. They do all the tree riding and and stuff like yep. that. But they also do the big jumps, like the big drops yep. and stuff like that. How is the Alpha One and the big drops? Yeah, it's a great question. And 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 while I haven't. Well, I haven't uh, um, looked at it myself. A- am I right that that I've heard that the internet sort of blew up? Yeah. That oh, it's this thing's not going to be able to hand, handle jumping or any of that stuff. Did, yeah. I, did I hear that correctly? Yeah, and Rob Rob, yeah. Rob McClure kind of put a put a and you know dropped the mic on that when he when in one of his videos he uh, he's jumping off a, a big cliff, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. So it, it looks, but it's so it's it is sustainable for multiple big jumps. I mean, it's not so it's not just a tree riding sled and, and, and stuff like that it can it can it can continue to do what everybody wants to do universally drops and tree ride and stuff like yeah that. Not be for sure but you know i, I I'm, I'm not you know i can't tell you i, I can only when it, when it comes to its durability i can only tell you what engineers um have told me because i you know i haven't owned the machine i haven't spent a season on it um, so I, I, you know, I don't have personal experience in it, but the engineers tell me that it is as strong or stronger than a two rail setup. Yeah, they, yeah, the, the so, engineers are pretty confident in, in stuff like that. You know, and uh, they yeah, know yeah. what people are going to do with these things. They yeah. want to build machines so that people can huck off cornices and do big jumps. They know. They know that's what people. That's how some people want to ride, and they know that this is the machine that the best of the best are going to aim for going to ride themselves so they're going to build it as they're going to build it robust so that it handles that yeah okay um is is there any other change like was there any other changes to uh clutching or uh ignitions or performance wise for the for the alpha one or did uh like for this new platform so all the pretty much all the articat snowmobiles like period across the board there's a few exceptions to what i'm about to say but all of them get new uh controls on the handlebar so the left hand side control that you know has like hand warmer thumb warmer reverse button uh, uh high beam headlight that whole like pod and the switches themselves are completely new same thing on the right hand side of the handlebar um it's a new throttle block uh the throttle lever itself has gotten narrower and the end of the throttle lever is about, I want to say it's four millimeters closer to the handlebar. 
So it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's way more comfortable. Right. Like people are going to, it's, it's way better than the old throttle lever. And then also on the right-hand side of the handlebar, they separated the kill switch from the throttle block. So now you can just position that kill switch. You can just rotate it forward so you're never going to accidentally oh, hit it right. with your leg. Or, yeah. yeah. Totally smart, really cool. Uh, you know, is it a huge deal? Not a huge deal, but it's something that, man, super nice. Well, if you've, ever, if, you ever, if, you, if you've ever hit it with your knee when, when doing a jump, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll uh, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, right? And you, you know, the thing is, you all, whenever you hit it, it's not always at the worst possible time, right? Yeah, so yeah. that just makes you, makes you look like a total goon when you're riding. But, uh, yeah, so that's a change across the mountain segment as well as literally everything except a couple of the snowmobiles. Um, there's kill switch on it. Um, again, almost all machines for this year is a magnetic tether switch. Yeah. Um, so it's a secondary way of of stopping the machine. Um, and for mountain riding, you know, tons of people are you know, let's face it, uh, people are people are 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 doing stuff where they're crashing and rolling the machine over and all that stuff. So having a tether switch is a nice thing. It's but it's super easy to use tether switch. It's not like that old one, which is like hard to plug in and. Yeah, and uh, this new one that's magnetic and just boop pops right in, super easy. Oh, nice, nice. So yeah, so that's new. Um, mountain sleds, specific to mountain sleds, they also get a new ski, which has been shaped differently to have, I'll say, better balance in the snow. Like the the tip of the ski is sort of maintains an attitude that gives it better control. Um, it's turns in easier so like when you want to lay it over more like the shape of the ski helps with that and then there's molded in traction on the top of it so right. uh so like the total like the mcclures and the kincaids of the world when they're when they're you know trying to get sleds unstuck or even doing certain kinds of riding where they're putting their boots on the skis uh there's traction now for them to do that yeah yeah it's kind of a kind of kind of a gnarled type uh uh, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, thin-like surface on, on the skis, on the edges of the skis. It's uh, molded right in. It's kind of a, I don't know. Yeah, like molded a, right in. Like a zipper almost kind of thing. Yeah, it's, like yeah. almost like think of like pedals on a bicycle. That, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Something similar to that. So, and, um, uh, so the, 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 uh, the, 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 those mountain sleds return. Um, oh, one other thing. Um, there's a new model in mountain from Articats. I was just going to say that. Uh, it's, new, yeah. it's, it's new to the U.S. It's called Hardcore. Um, it's, a, it's a traditional two-rail rear suspension, but it's got rail braces on it, so it's like added strength. Um, it's got the Fox QS3 and QSL, uh, three-position quick shocks. Um, and the aim of that sled is for racing slash, you know, huge jump stuff like brett turcott Corey davis type jumping stuff yeah so and the, and it was they, it had been a scandinavian model last couple of years but now it's going to be worldwide well of course if, it, if, it, if it's got all that beefy stuff in it that's what the scandinavians do exactly those guys ride <laughs> gnarly man <laughs> really gnarly oh the snow's much harder out there too it's just like it's snow's like, harder and uh i just I, don't know, I sometimes wonder if their mindset isn't just to just pin it all the time so yeah yeah yeah. So, uh, so uh, fifty-four and one sixty-five inch tracks on 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 the uh, on the Alpha and uh, and the Hardcore too, or is, is the Hardcore? No, um, that's the, uh, those are the track lengths. 
or Alpha One. Um, it's the, sort of the closest to 162-153, which are the track lengths for, I'll call the traditional mountain sleds. Yep. The difference, the reason it's, it's not the exa- exactly the same between Alpha One and traditional uh, Articap mountain sleds is that the pitch, the track pitch on the Alpha Ones is a 3.5-inch pitch. So, so you know, the, aggressive, huh? just the way it works out mathematically with that pitch is a 165 for a long track and a 154 for the not as long track. Uh, just it just popped into my mind here. Um, uh, what, what about the, how's how's the alpha like on the trails? Like when you're when you're going up the mountains and, and you're on a groom trail, is is it is it is it more uh, is is it is it an awkward sled on on the, like a groom trail like on your way up to the to your riding spot? Is yeah, it's an awesome question. Uh, so I would say that any mountain sled compared to a trail sled, any mountain sled feels a little awkward when you ride it on the trail, yeah, right? Tip, I mean, tip, and there's yeah. a bunch of things going on there. Like with Articat mountain sleds, it's got vertical steering. So a steering post is basically straight up and down, not at an angle. So just the way the handlebars turn is different. They have a way more narrow ski stance. There's no sway bar on them. They're super long compared to a trail sled. So, so you know, they're not what I would call, like, I don't know. Like, you get used to them. Yeah, like, well, as soon yeah, as you yeah, ride yeah. them for a little bit, then all of a sudden you just get used to how it rides, and it's no big deal on the trail. But when you first get on one after riding the trail, so you're like, man, this thing feels weird in the trails. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, an Alpha One feels like, very similar to regular mountain sleds. I mean, I, you know, I get on it, and I don't, I don't really know that it's any different than a regular mountain sled. So it just, it still, it feels the same sort of like slightly less good on tra- not slightly. It feels the same less good on trails that a regular mountain sled feels like. Yeah, yeah, that's, it makes sense. Makes yep. sense. Yeah. So. Um, yep. Okay. Um, any more with the hard, the hardcore? Like I said, this is the first year introduced uh, introduced uh, for the hardcore. Is there any uh, any other changes to that sled for North no. for, for North American use? For North America, no, no, not really. No. Nope. Yeah. So. I mean, like I said before, like all mountain sleds, like most Articats, it gets the new handlebar controls, and it gets the and as a mountain sled, it gets the new ski. But um, but but what I would call like you know. Uh, other major engineering changes? Nope. Yeah. So, um, I it, it probably can't divulge right now. But what about uh, uh, the black hats? Or any? Is there going to be any kind of special editions uh, for either mountain sleds or Alpha One? Oh, great question. I don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you this: all those, all the black hats. So, uh, you know, Dave McClure, Rob Kincaid, Brett Turcott. Corey Davis, um, they were just at Articat Dealer Show in Las Vegas this past week, and I was there. And and um, Kincaid and McClure are, you know, their focus is backcountry riding, and and they're just completely pumped about Alpha One. Uh, Davis and Turcott, you know, they're they're great backcountry riders, but they're sort of more specially. Special uh, specialized in the you know huge jump and stuff, yeah. and and so like you know the hardcore is probably a little bit more aimed for them. But both those guys have ridden um, 
have ridden Alpha One and they're super pumped to get their own Alpha One. So I'll bet yeah. <laughs> for next year, all those guys probably get two snowmobiles, right? They'll yeah. get traditional M sled and they're gonna and they're gonna get Alpha Ones as part of the Black Hat sled. Yeah, I, I tried. That's to, my guess. I tried getting Turcotte on, uh, you know, right around X Games time, and, and you know. As my luck would have it, he goes and wins all those uh, gold medals and silver medals, and you know, then then he became a, a you know, uh, you know, ev- everybody wanted to talk to him, and then I, and then I lost control, and he uh, he uh, dis- disappeared, you know, doing all this uh, media media stuff. So I, I haven't I, I wanted to talk to him about uh, about that, and then he goes and wins all those gold medals. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> you know, the way I-, I heard it, Gord, was that he was nervous to talk to you uh, and do a podcast. So in, in order to sort of deal with it, he just went out and won two gold, so he didn't have to yeah. have that nervous podcast time with you. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and be you know be with ESPN and, uh, and and all those guys. Exactly. <laughs> so hey, yeah, yeah. So well, that's that all dude is totally rad, man. That that uh, he is he. Is, I mean, all four of those guys are, but man, Turcotte. That guy tries things that uh, t- to you and me and most mortal snowmobilers, you just go, man, I don't know where you where you see it, where you see those possibilities, and how you get over that what would just be terrifying fear. But he just does it. Yeah, well, you know the, the backstory behind Turcotte, and I'll, I'll give you a, a brief thing here. We'll get get off topic here a little bit, like we always do, but. Um, uh, we kind of discovered Brett, Brett Turcotte out here. Uh, we were doing a, a, a snowcross national championships, and um, we were at the last race of the year uh, in BC. And um, our our circuit went out to BC, and the, I mean, I, I I'm sure he was 15 years old, and he just waxed our competition out there, uh, like our, all our national guys. And I guess one of the teams um, who he beat um, signed him the very next year. And then uh, I don't think that even lasted long before uh, uh, Blair Morgan uh, got a hold of him. And then uh, right. just, I mean, his, his career took off real quick, let's just say. After that, after that one race in, in Canada, he, uh, his career just, you know, just, just took off. So, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I remember. Talented people get discovered pretty quick. And yeah. uh, Brett's obviously a super talented rider. Yeah. Um, I think, I think really it should have been you on the podium with him at ESPN <laughs> X Games. Both yeah. of you guys wearing those gold medals. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll take some of that monster cash, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, okay, so let's, let's, let's get to ZRs, too, because, uh, uh, of course, um, what's going on with the ZRs this year? So, um, like I mentioned just a moment ago, they get the new handlebar controls, Um which is a nice feature, and that dovetails into allowing um, what is, I'll say, the big news for the, uh, that model line, which is what Articat's calling I-ACT, the letter I-A-C-T, I-ACT, um, which is an electronically controlled shock package. So um, there are Fox, QSL, excuse me, uh, Fox IQS shocks on the skis and the rear track arm of the ZR models that have IACT, and those three shocks are controlled electronically um, by the rider utilizing the new handlebar controls on the handlebar. So 
man, that was just a jumbled way of saying what you can do right now with IACT for 2019 is ride down the trail and you press the button on the left-hand side of the handlebars and you can switch between soft, medium, and firm on the shocks and it instantly changes. And that is cool in a way that um, is going to make tons of people super happy. Yeah. So, so can, can you uh, can you uh, uh, switch between the front and the rear while while doing that settings? Like, are are they separated, or is is one switch controlling both at the same time, front and? Yeah, rear? they're not separate. So, um, so one switch when you go from soft to medium, or medium to firm, or back down, it changes both ski shocks and the rear track shock at the same time. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Although, uh, it, it, yes. Something kind of cool about it, um, they programmed the shocks in the IAC system um, to, uh, to, act, to act uniquely when you put the machine in reverse. So what it does is, put the machine in the re- reverse, it puts the ski shocks into the soft setting, and it puts the rear track shock into the firm setting. So what happens then is, the back end doesn't squat. It doesn't suck your snow flap underneath the track if you're in sort of deeper snow. Um, it, and it gives you, I'll say, easier steering in reverse. Oh, that's, yeah, so, that make, makes total sense because that happens to all, all models. When you go in reverse, it just kind of, you know, the, the back end just drops. And, uh, and then, yeah, and squats. Then, yeah, and just digs in. So that's, so, that's, so that's one of your engineers going back to your, uh, one of your, uh, your, uh, your geeks and, and saying, hey, can you make this do this? And, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, makes makes sense. Yeah, it's perfect. but yeah. like as far as like riding it and switching the calibration while you're riding it, when I you know when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like the idea of that. And 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 I'll say this, uh, you know, when Fox, uh, Fox and Arctic Hat came out with QS threes, so the three position shocks, you know, was that two years ago. Um, that was a huge step up in terms of adjustability because you know, like in ten seconds, you get off the side off the side of your machine, and in ten seconds you could switch the shocks um, for whatever conditions or whatever kind of style riding you want. So that was like a huge improvement versus you know getting the screwdriver out or reaching in there and you know trying to adjust twenty position clickers. Right, yeah, that was yeah. a bit of a hassle. Oh. Um, so the QS3 was a big step up in terms of simplicity and quickness. Um, but then, now that they made it electronic, while you're riding, holy cow, you can switch. You can, and they end up do switching the, the calibration all the time. Yeah. Like, um, for, for instance, when I, I spent a day riding with Roger Skyme from Articat, Back in January, we were up in northern Minnesota, and there was a system there that had among the floods that had it there. And we were riding smooth trails, and man, I love it. Number one, it's soft, it's like super comfortable. And then we get to a section of typical northwestern Minnesota ditches, and Roger, being Roger, wants to hammer down the <laughs> ditches, and you're hitting all these approaches. Um, you're not stopping. Wait a minute, Roger, I got to get off my sled and make these adjustments. You just boom, yeah. hit that switch on the handlebar. You're in medium or firm, and all of a sudden you can hammer ditches, just like you want to. Yeah. So it's you use. I've ended up using it way more than I thought I would. 
I guess so, is, is the short short answer. So there is three. Just, how, how, how does it work? Just three buttons, just three pushes, or you know, three the other. So buttons. I'll try to describe uh, how it works super simply. Um, there's a switch on the left hand control of the handlebar. You press the middle of it, and it brings up IACT on the gauge itself. Boom, you see this IACT sign, and it brings it up, and once that's up, then you can switch um, between soft, medium, firm. You hit the left side of the button, and it makes it softer, brings it back down to the softest. Right. You hit the right side of the switch, and it makes it, sends it, you know, to medium or to firm, so progressively more dampening. And, um, and you can keep changing it around as much as you want, and you can leave it like that so that you can just change it that instant. Or if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to ride a long section of trail now, it's going to be super smooth, I'll put it in you know, soft or medium and just leave it there, and you press the center of the button another time, and the gauge will switch to back to showing whatever it had been showing, like, you know, say RPM. Okay. And then the system will stay in that IACT setting that you had it in. Okay. Um, so it's the same switch, same left-hand switch, that same switch, is that is the same switch you use for hand warmers too? For increasing? It's not the same, nope, it's nope. not the same switch that you have for the hand warmers. It's okay. a different switch. Separate, okay, perfect, okay. Yep. Um, any uh, performance uh, up, updates? Um, I see uh, new ECUs. Uh, anything else uh, going on with the ZRs? No, like, you know, they've done uh, ECM recalibrations on uh, six, seven, and eight thousands. Um, just cleaned them up. You know, I mean, that's like continuous improvement stuff that they do. Um, other, I'll say, performance stuff? No, they put... Uh, so new wheels in the rear suspension. Um, they had what they called for many years since the since the Procross chassis came out in 2012. They had what they called the Tri Hub yep. rear wheels, um, which is like a yeah, I'm not even going to explain it. They called the Tri Hub system as as the rear wheels in the rear suspension. They have for 2019 gone back to what I would call a traditional system that has the two outside wheels, and then a third wheel on the inside of the uh, rear. Right. Okay. Um, so, so a little bit uh, better stability, a little bit more consistent performance, and they're and they're and they're stylized, really fancy. They look cool, and they match the new rear um, wheels that are you know that are like the smaller wheels that are, are that run along the rail itself. Those yeah. those are new as well. Okay, perfect. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, there's a there's a new model, uh, Norseman X. Yeah. What, what exactly? I mean, I mean, it looks like all the OEMs are going that route, um, and and Arctic's got a, got a new Norseman X. Talk, talk to us about that. Yeah. So uh, the forty thousand foot view is that all the manufacturers, Articat included, are trying are continually try to make the snum the do everything snowmobile yeah. right the snow. Whatever you, whatever type of riding you want to do or use for a snowmobile you have for that particular day, they're trying to make a machine that can do it. <laughs> so the Norseman X, so last year Articat came out with Norseman model, which was, you know, I'll say a cross between a utility machine and a trail machine 
and a little bit of a deep snow machine. Um, this year, they've added the X model to the Norseman line, and what it what it has that's different than the regular Norseman models is it's got a longer 153-inch power claw track with a 2.25-inch lugs. The power claw track is the track that Articat, it's unique to Articat, um, and it's uh, it's their mountain track. So, so what they've done is they've the X model has this mountain track. So it's more it's better at deep snow performance than the regular Norseman models. Longer track, taller lugs. Uh, that's the aim for. Plus, it that X model has. Uh, let's see what else is different. It's got Articat gas shocks on it um, versus twin tube shocks on right. the regular Norseman models. So it's a little bit, a little more, bit stouter shock package on them. Yeah, more premium shock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and that's a machine. You know, I should say all the Norseman models, they've got an articulating, an adjustable articulating rear suspension. So, like the rear portion of the suspension, you could set it up so that it, that just the very rear pivots, um, in, in essence, makes the machine ride shorter. Or you can lock it down so that it's a full, full solid rails and that you would do that if you were going to tow a bunch of stuff or load they, they got this massive rack on the back of the tunnel and if you loaded that thing up with the whatever your gear is um you can lock that rear suspension the articulating rear suspension in and, and it and it gives it the full full length rail support on the on the snow right yeah um, yeah so th- th- this this kind of replaces the bearcat really like it's a bearcat with more more purpose out of a bearcat like it's, 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 it's uh, so it's more nuanced and again it's these manufacturers they want to make the they constantly blur the lines between these categories of snowmobiles so bearcats have 20 inch wide tracks yep. and 154 inch length they're you know total work they're like aimed really just at work now right. can you rock, trail ride them of course you can trail ride them but they're really aimed at, at, at work. The Norseman has got a 15-inch wide track. So um, that's a machine that, you know, on the one hand, you can go trail riding. On the other hand, you can go, uh, you know, haul ice fishing gear or, you know, cut wood or whatever it is you need to haul a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And if you had a third hand, which I don't, Gord, maybe you do, but uh, if you had a third hand... Um, it can be a, a backcountry ride and sled, especially the X model with that power claw track on there. Yeah, yeah, makes it you know, yeah. backwoods workers, uh, you know, lumber or was it the, the uh, woods guys, the you know, hydro guys. This is this is kind of their their sled for sure. Totally their sled. Earlier this year, I was snowmobiling with a friend of mine who's an Articat dealer. Tom Rollins, his name, and he had a regular. 2018 model Norseman and the rest of the sleds in the group were trail sleds and we were all switching around there was four of us uh, uh, five of us riding that day and uh, we kept switching around and you can rally the Norseman on the trails mm-hmm. um, if I was only going to trail ride would I buy that sled? No but if I uh, but if you're, the, if you're the guy who wants a utility machine and you occasionally want to rally the trails totally doable yeah 
Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's yeah. that's great. Um, all right, what do we what do we got left here? Okay, what's happening with with uh, the touring models? Uh, not really any changes for this year. Oh, the new handlebar controls. Okay, that's new. Oh, and I should say, um, there's next what Articat calls next gen plastic. Yeah, um, which they came out with over the past two years. Um, that's now they've they've now it's pretty much across the board. They've added it to their three thousand series and their seven thousand series machine. So it like started with nine thousand and then they added it to six thousand and eight thousand last year for twenty eighteen. Now they've it's kind of across the board. Now added to three thousand series and seven thousand series. And the and the difference with next gen is that it's um one hundred and seventy five percent I've done the math. It's one hundred and seventy five percent easier <laughs> to uh to get the side panels off, to take the hood off, or to put them back on. So yeah. It's like as easy as it should have been from the get-go. A uh, little bit more airflow underneath the hood, um, and I think it's they're more comfortable, like where your knees come up against the plastic. Like if you're if you're rallying and you're hitting your knees against the plastic, it's like more comfortably shaped to you. For sure. So. For sure. Good yeah. For them. So. Good for them. Yeah. 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 So that's new. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what have we, have we got? Have we got anything left here? Okay. I, I also, I guess the big news <laughs> in, in one of the most popular Articat models, the 200. Uh, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Articat just made every parent like, happy. Oh yeah, yeah. happier. Uh, I got to put my boots on again to start this thing. You know. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh so yeah. What, what, we're, what we're referring to is they added electric start to the ZR200 models. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, Parents good. around the world are rejoicing in that change. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's the yeah. that's the uh, the only thing. That's the is the electric start. Any any other improvements to the two hundreds? Um, they lengthened the uh, recoil rope itself. I want to say they lengthened it uh, two hundred uh, millimeters or twenty centimeters, and uh, they just did that because I think last year's rope was just a little bit short, and yep. if you had a really long arm, you would sometimes reach the end of it, and Yank it so up, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. that. But yeah. uh, with with electric start now, which is which is what every ZR two hundred is going to come with. There's it's not like an option; it's all of them come with electric start for next year. So no no, no one's going to know anything about the longer rope anyway because everyone's yeah. going to yeah. use the electric start. But for sure, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so. and they do. You know, they're constantly doing little like, it, I'll call them like you know continuous improvement stuff. I you know they worked on the clutching on those things, and they are constantly tweaking that. But that's true for all the sleds. I think all the brands do that, right? They're always just making all these little changes that they don't make throw headlines around the world. Oh, we changed. You know, we changed the clutching so that it's. Engages a little smoother or what have you, but all that stuff happens. And yeah, and they got for Articat. They got all the parents, all the parents tinkering with those things, uh, you know, and, and probably doing all the R and D for Articat. That's what hey, have you spent time on that thing? <laughs> oh, I, I, I wrote, I wrote it uh, last year. It, it was a riot, and, and for a full, full grown adult, the th- it, it, I mean, it, that thing goes really good with a full grown adult on it, and, and yeah, they're, they're totally. a blast. Yeah, you, yeah, you could, you could, you could get a bunch of adults on those things and have as much fun as, uh, as a. As, as the kids, I think. Oh, I, what I'm about to say, I'm, it's not, I'm not blowing smoke. I think if you had your, you know, like your three best buddies, if instead of going on a regular trail ride or whatever, whatever kind of ride you do, 
yeah. you had four ZR200s and you had a big field, I, I guarantee you, you have more fun the four of you on those 200s playing around in that field than you would going on a, oh, yeah. on a you know, however long trail ride. They are so much fun, yeah. and they work for adults and for kids. They go through the snow. You know, I, I own a Yamaha. I own two Yamaha Snow Sports. Bought them brand new in 1994. Yeah. And they were awesome, awesome machines. I mean, I just sold them a couple of years ago. Loved them. You know, truly off. Had tons of fun. Introduced a ton of people to snowmobiling because of those things. Um, what they didn't do is go through deep snow very well. I mean, if yeah. you knew how to ride them, you know, stood all the way back and basically kept the skis dancing on top of the snow, yeah, you could ride them through snow. But any little kid couldn't do that and yeah. so the, tr- the tracks were like half inch tracks on them or something half inch tracks <laughs> and they basically just plowed through the snow they couldn't yeah. get up on top of the snow but those ZR200s they just they're like real snowmobiles they yeah. Yeah. hit yeah. the gas they shift weight backwards you know sort of lighten up the skis and boom they get up on top of the snow yeah they're yeah, great I know there are the, again the, the, that was a game changer when they came out last year with uh, I mean uh, the, the races up here in, in uh, Canada here I mean the all, all the racers they, they basically switched from the 120s and uh and, and got on all these 200s now so it's it's just it's it's really introducing a lot of new riders is uh, yeah. you know the, these these smaller sleds so it's it's been fantastic for us up it's been a great sled and it's gonna it, like 120s from all the brands it's you know the, the, these 200s you're gonna buy them your kids are gonna use them for however long they use them and then they sell you're gonna go else. to sell it and you're gonna you're, you're only gonna take a you know three hundred dollar hit so yeah, it's like that yeah it's no big deal. It's it's uh, they're going to retain their value. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, or is is there anything else? What, what about accessories? Anything anything special going on with accessories? Any anything new? Uh, uh, really nice Hel- so, helmets, helmet suits. Uh, you know, anything, anything like that. So, well, one thing at dealer show that was a pretty big deal um, is there that Alpha One system is going to be an accessory. Um, and people, you'll be able to do it to 2018 model mountain sleds, as well as the 2017 mountain cat. It needed to have the drop rolled chain case in order to be able to add it. But that's going to be an accessory package. Here's the part where I'm going to say, don't quote me on this <laughs> one, but uh, I think the MSRP is... It's either I think it's thirty five hundred dollars or maybe it's thirty seven hundred dollars U.S. I don't know what that is in Canadian. Um, and again, there's I'm not a hundred percent certain on the price, but yeah. I guess the main the main message is that if you got a twenty eighteen Articat M sled or a twenty seventeen Mountain Cat, you can upgrade it with the Alpha One. Nice, that's good. That's nice. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, so that's a cool thing. Articat's got a new goggle. It's brand new. Um, there's something like, oh, I don't know, 30 some odd new accessories that were added to the, added to the mix. I don't remember what all those other ones were. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, I think that, that, that covers all, all the models. Um, now you're, you're a huge racing enthusiast. I, I, I know that. Um, I love racing. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I always, I always end up talking racing. So what do you, what, what races have you, are, are you going to these days and what, what have you got coming up? So let's see. So this this year I've gone to three different USXC cross countries. I've gone to a couple ISOC snow crosses. Um, the next race that I 
know that I'm going to for sure go to is the last snowcross, ISOC snowcross of the year in Lake Geneva. Um, uh, so, still, so yeah, those are, those are some of the races. I didn't go to the Sioux 500 Enduro, and shame on me, it was the 50th yeah. anniversary, which it would have been cool to be there at the 50th, and, um, and if you were an Articat fan, it was, ended up being a great race because uh, Zach Herfindahl and Wes Selby ended up winning it. They had a huge, huge uh, dogfight. The top four teams for the last 100 laps of that race were just like battling big time, and, uh, and it could have been any four of those teams winning it. It ended up being... Zach and Wes, but man, yeah. they had a killer yeah. battle with uh, Aaron Christensen and uh, the Bunky team. So yeah. Uh, yeah. that would have been cool to see that. Whether no matter what brand you were rooting for, that sounds like that was truly one of the all-time great races, and it was really cool that it was for their fiftieth. That's yeah. awesome. So has, has, has there been any surprises this year with uh, with uh, with Tucker? I mean, he's, he seems to be uh, doing what Tucker does and, and, and dominates somehow <laughs> every year, right? <laughs> the guy just doesn't quit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Arctic Cat, so like in Snowcross this year, you know, the the big news going into the season was that the circuits um, changed the rules for what they had been called the pro open class instead of being open sleds. They're, n- they're now stock sleds. And I was against it. And, uh, um, and I, I won't delve into all the politics of it, <laughs> but Arctic Cat responded... It, as it's turned out, it's been okay. I think if you ask some Skidoo teams, they'd yeah, tell you it yeah. was still the worst thing in the world that could have ever happened. But um, anyway, I, I, I don't mention it to bring up the politics. I just mentioned to say this, that Articat, Articat built a, a whole, pretty much a whole new snowcross race sled, and it's been really successful. Yep. You know, um, yeah, yep, I'm batting for the home team here because yep. I'm an Articat guy, but Artic's won... Artics won sixty percent of all the ISOC finals this year. Like more than sixty, it's like sixty-one percent of all the finals they've won with it, and they've gotten like fifty percent of all the podiums. Now I'll say this: on any given year, it could be a different brand that has a really good year. I mean, yep. they all go back and forth. They all work super hard at it. They all build great sleds. Skidoo builds an awesome snowcross sled. Polaris builds an awesome snowcross sled. This yep. was Articat's year, so yep. they, they've, it's been for, for all those guys. It was it's been really fun. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for uh, for uh, the, maybe the last race or something. So, you know, it looks like I mean to, to equalize for all the brands, you're gonna you're gonna have to have to change the start almost. You know, to have like a, a drop down start like uh, they've been experimenting with. That seems to help the other the other brands a little bit and not give so much of an advantage to uh to the, you know the Articats with their added traction but uh maybe a, yeah. a, a drop down start you know maybe uh, to uh to help them but uh, anyway it's, it's 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 exciting it's been good it's been good to see uh uh the, the racing it's you know all the brands have been on the podium this year so that's that's a good thing all the brands have been on the podium uh, every brand has won in every class so, you know, the, the sky did not fall. And no. truthfully, you know, again, I'll wade just slightly back into the politics of it. <laughs> I never thought the sky was going to fall. Um, I, you know, my, my thought was um, if, if the idea was that it was going to add a bunch of people into the pro class, I just don't see that happening. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope that one year, two years, three years down the road, that the, the, the change to stock, stock for the highest pro class means that we're going to have you know, 
25, 30 pro pro racers because yep. that would be cool. Sure. I love yeah. it when there's tons of racers like yep. that. So, yep. yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up, but. Uh, uh, one more thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a little favor of you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this in the recording too. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put you it up. You want my you want my credit card number no. with my pin code? Here, close, let me give them to you. very close, very close, yeah. very close. I I one of my one of the goals when I started doing these podcasts is I I had a, a wish list of racers that I want to do uh, to get on and, and, and interview, and I've got yeah. every, I've got everybody except the one that you know everybody wants to hear is the Hibberts. <laughs> And and exactly, exactly. But you said I want Tucker and Kirk because you and I we're older. We we we, we were Kirk fans. We're you know, ancient. We're yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, but but Kirk, he, he was a gnarly dude when 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 he was uh, when he was racing, and the, and then it's like he retired, and and Tucker was right there, like seamlessly to to, to continue the domination. So, but I, I'd, I'd love to get I'd love to get Kirk and Tucker and and Mandy too on. And because it's just a, it's it's a it's an Articat machine and marketing machine and and uh, I think it'd be interesting to have the whole family on there and uh, and listen to uh, because it's and you know uh, you know Hools and I mean it's a it's a star-studded team that 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 team and uh, uh, the, you know the Dodge Ram uh, you know monster team in it it's just I'd, I'd love. I'd love for you to organize that, and I'd love, and I'd love, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have you on too. You know, and if we if we can get if we can get everybody together. So that, um, that if we got all those people on, um, we'd either have the the greatest uh, podcast for Articat <laughs> racing enthusiasts of all time, or we'd have the goofiest, uh, wonkiest you know, discussion you've ever heard and people would be like, why did, why did we put all these people together at once? Oh. Um, I, I would love to have a podcast like that. You know, I know that, that Tucker is gettable. Uh, you know, he's got, he's a super busy guy and, yeah. and pretty much once, you know, a month before the race season until a month after the race season, totally he's going 600 miles an hour and that's not the time to do it. Yeah. Um, but you know, in the summertime when his life is, uh, back down to a normal speed. Yeah. I'm sure that he would do it. The bigger challenge, Gord. It's Kirk. I know. Kirk. I've, I've, Kirk. I know. I've heard, I've heard it over and over and over again. And I've had other insiders, my, my buddy, my buddy, Ron Patton, you know, he, I mean, he has sure, to, yeah, Ron would know, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, he keeps saying, everybody keeps saying it's, it's Kirk. Kirk's a shy one, but, uh, uh, I, I I got an interesting story that I'll I'll, I'll tell you right now and, and and everybody back in probably 1997 or eight or so, um, the magazine I was working for at the time we we did a we did a, a shootout of of all the race leads, and like this this never ever happens like you could never do this now but uh, we 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 uh, asked all the all the uh, race teams at the time to if if I myself could go out and test their race leads on uh, on a uh, a, a race weekend uh, uh, up in Searchmont, uh, Ontario, and yeah. Kirk was there, and and, Tuck, and Tucker and Blair, and you know all the Skidoo teams, the players teams, Greg Hyde, and stuff. All all these guys were up there, and um, uh, you know no problem. I, you know you know Kirk Kurt says you know yeah take 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 my sled for a few laps, and uh, it, it it was by far the best sled. Like there was no question. Like 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 that sled was just uh, amazing. 
And um, I'm just wondering if you, if if I if I could do that uh, this year with uh, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I was gonna say is, man, you've got a cool job, Gord. Yeah. Super cool job because that would be a really rad thing to do. You couldn't Second do that now. Thing, you could uh, you could not do that now. There's just no you, way. I don't know. You might. The thing about race teams is that those you know if it's not during the, like if it's at the end of the season, I bet you any of those guys would say sure they're cool with it. But you know what? You um, know what? I, I, I did I did these laps and then Kirk went out and won the race that day with the same sled, the same sled. Uh, see, now that's 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 pretty. That's uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's that's the, yeah. That's that the wouldn't thing. happen today. There's no way. Yeah. There's no amount of money in the world that would 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 make Tucker yeah. go sure take yeah, my sled know. before yeah. you know an hour before I go race my final. That yeah. that will never happen. But Kirk yeah. was, he was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. I think he was out there watching too, kind of thing. Well, obviously to make sure I didn't uh, you know yard sale it, but uh, and, and, and you know, that, that would have been bad. But uh, yeah, he, he was such a cool dude. And he goes out and wins that. The, he wins one class, and then Blair Morgan on the Articat wins the other class that that weekend. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. So that's that's my special uh, memory with uh, with Kirk. I mean, like it's just, he's just a, he was just a cool dude. And I was a big fan before that and then you know i get to ride his sled you know that, that was gold so but. kirk kirk's i'm you know kirk uh and tucker are very close friends of mine love the yeah. two guys um it would be really cool to have kirk on because i'll tell you what um there are very 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 few people in the world of snowmobiling who are as inventive and as creative and and have really great stories yeah, about yeah. racing and of course have that kind of success and kirk is an absolute blast to talk to um but i just you know he loves to have a t- he loves to chat when we're you know sitting at the dinner table after uh sitting at the dinner table eating Teresa, his wife's peach peach crumble or excuse me the pear crumble dessert and that's when kirk wants to talk it you know it would like i say it'd be hard to get him hard to get him to do well, it on if, a if, podcast if, if, if we if we have to do it at, at the dinner table then that's what we're gonna have to do then <laughs> well especially <laughs> I can bring, I can when you had Teresa's pear crumble you yeah. you'll actually kind of forget about talking with kirk and you'll just instead want to have the dessert because yeah. it's awesome that sounds awesome so i'll i'll, I'll leave it at that and uh and uh, hopefully he listens to it and uh, gets a smile and and uh, and we could do this one day because that's my that's my goal is to uh, is to get that whole family on there all, all all three of them and maybe I mean Steve Wool too I mean because it's it's such, yeah. it's such a team I mean it is such a team out there you know the uh, maybe the time when that happens is when you know whatever point it is when Tucker hangs it up and then and then everyone in that whole circle has a little bit more time and they'll maybe a little bit more reflective yeah. at that point so. I, don't know if, I don't know if i can wait for tucker to retire i mean look look, look, <laughs> look, look, look what he's doing this year he's, i mean he's 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 yarding these guys you know in, in uh in the races that he's winning so i you know i, I think he's good for another couple of years so <laughs> I, I don't know I, if i can I wait i know he's as good for however long he wants to keep doing it. i mean obviously uh you know to my eyes he's still the best racer out there um, yeah. so it's however long he wants to keep doing it but yeah, uh for sure. whenever that whenever that time is where he is done, then then I then I think we can get Kirk and Steve Hool and and uh, and and, uh, and maybe a couple other people together and, yep. and have that 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 look back talk with those guys. That'd be really fun. I hope to, I hope well, I could be part of that. Well, you will for sure. You're sure for sure. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hook it up. So 
You're going to be a cool. prophet. <laughs> okay. All right, John. Awesome. John Sandberg from Arctic Insider. Really appreciate uh, having you on. Um, what, where, where are you on uh, on social media? What what, uh, what 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 do you got? So uh, ArcticInsider.com, and on there is a quick link to my Facebook page. And um, I could be way better about social media than I am, Gord. I I like writing stories and posting it to that old school website <laughs> more so than I like uh, social media stuff. Um, so just go to the website and you're going to get the newest, best, latest stuff. Yeah, nice. That, that I, comes that comes forth. Yeah, I, I enjoy your website. I think it's uh, it's cutting edge and uh, and you, you know you got some you, you you have a variety of stories on there. It's not just new models. It's tours. It's 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 everything on there kind of thing. So it's uh, uh it's uh. It's uh, it's 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 a great website. One thing we didn't touch on, maybe I should, is just, just quickly. Um, what 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 have you noticed uh, with the, uh, the 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 recent uh, uh, accusation of uh, with uh, with Textron? What, how how have you have you seen things change? Um, how long do we got? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, so Textron, basic it's it's basically been one year since Textron uh, purchased Articat, um, and uh, the I'll say like the nutshell answer to what it's like is that I think everyone's still trying to uh, try and trying to let the dust settle, trying to figure out exactly how it works with a new parent company and what the, you know, the new parent company is, is learning what Articat is as a snowmobile company and how they do business. Yeah. Um, uh, for sure. It's a, been a gr- great thing. You know, Textron is a, I think it's a $15 billion, company yeah. 15 billion dollar a year company and, and so that's um that's a that's a mothership that Articat has never had it's a backbone that Articat's never had um uh the, you know Articat had a whole bunch of in non-current inventory that yeah. it accumulated for two or three years um this last fall early winter there were these massive rebates that were going out on to blow out those machines yeah. that would have never happened sure. it, first of all it needed to happen or you know that inventory needs to get sold um there would have never been the possibility of doing it like that mm-hmm. without a textron so things like that are are good um but you know, I still think it's going to be a, another year or so before before I can really give you. A, oh, here's what the new life is like under Textron. So, but so yeah. far it's been really good. good, really good. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I mean, it, it's it's nice to have that that cash in your back pocket to uh, to innovate like Alpha One and, and stuff like that. It's uh, it's for sure. It's it's a good thing. You know, having, yeah, having, it's having a good thing. And, and, and the people, the pe- you know, I was just at the Articat dealer show this past week in Vegas and, and spent a lot of time with people who are from Textron. Um, totally solid people. Like, you know, one of the things that, you know, that was, I guess, fearful when something new happened, like the takeover by uh, Textron, is that, oh, there's going to be different, you know, we're used to, northern Minnesota people, you know, like just straightforward, normal honest people that you know that's like you know the Articat way it's been that way forever and ever and ever and yep. when you get bought by this huge conglomerate company they go oh what kind of people are they going to be everyone i meet from textron is just like 
the people from Articat. Only they have a southern drawl, so they speak. To yeah, <laughs> they talk a little different, but like who they are as human beings is just they, they could have been born and raised in Deep River Falls. So that's, that's really nice. cool. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah. well, well, great, John. Thank you very much for uh, for doing this for me. Uh, uh, I think you gave us some great information about the 2019s and uh, and, and just uh, just some nice inside information uh, going on at Articat. So it's uh, it's been awesome and um, yeah, really, pre- really really appreciate it. And um, uh, yeah, I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Yeah, you too, Gord. Happy trails, and I uh, hope you get some more riding in before the season's over with. Yeah, we're gonna need it. we're gonna need some help up here, John. <laughs> so. I'll send it up. I'll have Textron send up some help up there. So nice, nice. Okay, yeah, John, yeah. really appreciate it. Thanks a lot.